Hey guys, what's good? It's your girl Lids here. And your girl Nix. And we're back again with another episode of 90s Kind of World. We're on episode six now, which means that we're nearing the end of our first season, unfortunately. But um, we hope you guys guys have enjoyed um, the episodes we've done so far. We've got the final episode um, coming, obviously, after this. Um, But yeah, Nicole, it's it's actually been been a while since we've um, caught up. So how's Mm. everything been been going? What's going on? Mm, um, Just... Yeah, just life really. Yeah, just the realities of life and yeah, yeah, <clears throat> just dealing with that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, um, that's kind of just the pr- same as me really. I yeah, feel like it's been um a little bit hard at the mm. minute. Um, just with like work and stuff, but mm. um, you know, things happen. It kind of puts it into perspective for you, isn't it? So yeah. you just kind of got to try your best to just keep going and just know that I always try to try to remember that whilst I might feel like a certain way there's always someone else that's probably having a harder time than um than I am so um kind of try and keep keep that in mind um when when it's when you try and keep going when things get a little bit hard but um yeah I mean for this particular episode um where a couple of things that we're going to be talking about so um as you guys know we've had different features um that we've been um kind of exploring different topics we've been exploring within this first season of 90s kind of world so mm. we've talked about um music um you know like when we first fell in love with hip-hop and um, 90s r&b that we love um we've also talked about um hood classics we've talked about tv shows that have shaped us um, and we've also talked about some 90s hotties so we previously spoke about um khalil kane as my um 90s hottie my throwback hottie so nicole's actually going to lead um today's um 90s hottie for us so nicole do you want to um take it away Who, who's the 90s hottie that we're we're spotlighting today b so i've decided to um, focus on a forget a forgotten person mm-hmm. that person is jason weaver wow who a lot of you will know primarily from his role as marcus on smart guy mm. um and yeah i I felt he was like a cutie. he was a cutie, he was and a cutie. I think he's someone that a lot of people forget about because he's not really in the limelight anymore. Mm. But in the nineties, he featured in quite a lot of stuff, mm. be it just a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Netflix had a uh, a documentary called Strong Black Leads. Mm. He was one of the people that they interviewed. So, okay. Um, through that, I found out a bit more about him. Yeah. So. Um, one f- what recent leads <clears throat> has he played? Well, none really, but I think that person was appreciating him Okay. for the things that he's done yeah. in the past, a bit yeah. similar to what I'm doing now mm-hmm. in terms of um, acknowledging him as a hottie of the past. Um, I can't <laughs> I can't say he's necessarily matured like fine wine. I mean, I don't know if... Oh, he's a bit round, isn't he? little bit it's just <laughs> he's not matured like fine wine like, there's few you know, that there's few that risky. do there's few yeah. that do there's only a couple from the 90s that i can say yeah they've really you know um it's been on time's been on their side in terms of yeah. you know keeping that hotness going there's only yeah. a few i can i can actually put my finger on i yeah, don't think same. jason weaver's one of them which is a bit of a he's shame not, unfortunately yeah um which is a shame but so be it you know men can get away with this stuff anyway you know yeah. <laughs> <coughs> with women they're, they're i know cush you down about how you've um put on weight and all sorts it's true it's um, true but I, I, I might go into that a little bit later on mm-hmm. actually just um it's important I, to touch on that yeah there like, is there's, something there's that one actually, that's in my mind i feel minute. like it's the same, the same one thing. it probably is the same yeah, one that we're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of um so another thing that a lot of us um, millennials or would have watched were, um, was Lion King mm-hmm. which came out he was nine, what am I, 1994 I'm thinking I think it was 95 you think it was 95 yeah. so um, Jason Weaver Weaver played uh, or was the singing voice mm-hmm. of he was of Simba he was in the original film the live action film is now out which i haven't mm-hmm. seen and i, I don't seen. i don't I, think i'm going to see it nor me i think i'm just gonna wait for that one to come out on dvd yeah i'm not that interested yeah in all these live yeah. action stuff yeah you know 
Um, I will yeah. be seeing Little Mermaid though. Oh, because of um, <laughs> yeah. what's her face? H- Hayley Bailey. Yeah. But yeah. Um, is it? Is it? I always get them mixed up. Hallie. Hallie. Ba- Hallie Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Yeah. That's it. Hallie Bailey. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Um. Had a very lovely voice. Pre pre pubescent voice. Um, I'm gonna be the main event. Yeah. And knocking was before. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I'm brushing up. I'm looking down. Working on my raw. raw. <laughs> Okay, I remember that song in particular. Do you remember back in the 90s when um, you used to get the story with a book where you could press the sound effects? <gasps> yes! Oh my gosh, I think tape. I had the Lion King one, did you? I had the Lion King one. Oh my days, that was sick. I used to rinse out. I just can't wait to be king. I actually remember... Oh my days, they were sick. Yeah. I had quite a few of them actually. Yeah. And it had like the buttons down the side that used to play. Yeah, whenever you, you had used, to press. Whenever the picture came up, you'd you have had to, to press it. Oh, they yeah. were sick. Oh so my days. I, had, I remember the day I got my Lion King one, funny enough, and just can't wait to be king was on there. And I also had a McDonald's balloon. Mm. And I just remember like running... Ma- what did the, Ma- the McDonald's balloon? What? because I painted a picture okay. when I first played it because do you remember those um what was it those cassette players that were multicolored and like mm. um it was like a child friendly yeah 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 so I had one of those yeah. I'd gone to my room with my McDonald's balloon <laughs> okay. to go put in the Lion King <laughs> and I remember I was just rinsing out mm. just can't wait to be king yeah I'm running around my room in elation with my McDonald's balloon <laughs> so just like throwing it up in the air going can't Stop wait it. to be king bang off so I don't I don't know why that's such a vivid memory for mm-hmm. me but it is yeah um so yeah that was definitely one of my favorite tracks yeah. from the first Lion King yeah and he, yeah, he's a singing voice. He had a really good career as yeah. like a child, as, as a, a child, young, yes. as a young, as a young man. Yeah. So um, yeah, and he's definitely one of the one of the forgotten ones because yeah. he was def- he was <clears throat> successful. He had a successful career. Yeah. Um, when he was a teen, so yeah. Um, another thing that he did was he um played Michael Jackson in a um film called The Jacksons: The American Dream. Mm. So um, on this Netflix show, he explained that. He was actually meant to audition for one of the other brothers, but he really wanted to play Michael Jackson. Because back in his hometown, everyone was like, what, are you going to play Michael Jackson? All of that. So when he got to the audition and they gave him the other part, he was just sitting there, not really on it as much. Mm -hmm. And then he saw someone throw away the lines for Michael Jackson in the bin. So he picked it up and when they called his name... And they called out who he was meant to be playing. He was like, no, no, it's a mistake. I'm here for Michael Jackson. And mm. um, when he went in to play, um, to audition for Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson's family was there. Mm-hmm. So his mom was there, his dad was there, and some of his oh, brothers. okay. So he had to um, basically audition his um, tape mm. that he had ad- initially sent in for them mm-hmm. live. And... Um, they didn't really say much after it. Mm. So he didn't really know... Was he going to get the part? Was he not? Mm-hmm. And months flew by and he hadn't heard anything. So mm. he assumed he hadn't got the part. But yeah. the reason it was taking so long is because Michael Jackson wanted to handpick the person to play him. By oh. the time he was on tour, okay. he didn't really have time. Yeah. So it. I can't remember how long he said passed by, but I'll, I'll probably say it could have been near a year mm. or something. And then he got the call, and then he played Michael Jackson in that. In yeah, Moonwalker. That film. Yeah. It, oh, was, okay. it, was, it wasn't Moonwalker. It was um, the Jacksons, the American Dream, which I've not watched, ah. but just hearing him tell the story. Is it a biopic? <clears throat> yeah, the, I think it yeah. must be the biopic yeah. of their, their story. So it was... Um, wait, so... What, American Dream is it the Jackson like Jack, the story of Jackson Five. It's the story of Jackson mm, Five. Okay. I have a feeling it maybe it wasn't that successful. If like yeah, neither one of us have heard of it because I hadn't heard of it before. Yeah, well I know that they've, they've, there's been biopics. Yeah, but I, I don't think I've heard of heard of that one, or maybe I have, but yeah, I haven't at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he played Michael Jackson in that. So yes, he did. Yeah, and how old was he when when he played that role? Mm. I will, I'm 
thinking he was why do I feel like he was like in middle school or something like that? But I can't remember how early, old like he said. Early teenage. Yeah, or maybe just under. Because mm-hmm. when in America, when you're in middle school, is that when you're like 12, 13? Yeah, so middle school's like um, between year seven and nine. Yeah. And then high school's 10, yeah. 11, 12. Yeah, he 13, definitely yeah. wasn't that that old when he did mm-hmm. that role. Um, so I had to, you know, take take time out of school as well to go, yeah. and, go and do that. And yeah, very exciting time for him and mm-hmm. he became the man on his block as he described mm. said he went knocking on the door saying guess what i'm gonna play michael jackson yeah good memories yeah. um then he also as i mentioned before was um on smart guy so that was quite i think that's probably one of his most prominent roles yeah, yeah smart definitely. guy went on for quite a few i mean seasons. that's what i remember that's that's where i remember <clears> it from yeah that's where I remember from him. Obviously, I because I, I was the Lion King fan, I knew that he was like the he did the singing voice for mm. um, Young Simba. Um, but yeah, apart from that, the only other thing that I know him from is Smart Guy. I don't really yeah. know any other roles that he probably he probably did has done yeah. other roles. I've recognised his face yeah. from quite a few things I watched from the nineties. Yeah. So like his role in Sister Sister, even though. I couldn't tell you everything that happened in the mm-hmm. episode. I do remember him being in it. Mm-hmm. And I do remember he was an American football guy. He was a jock. Was he going out with one of them? He was going out with one of them. Tamara, probably. Yeah, I yeah say. probably. One. Yeah. So one of them had become cool. Because, you know, like in Sister Sister, they're always trying to be cool. Oh, yeah. The cool guy. <laughs> All of that. But really, they were needing <clears throat> it. Yeah, they were. Bless them. And I... I don't know if i'm making this up but i feel like he's definitely played like the young love interests of other characters from 90s mm-hmm. um tv shows mm-hmm. i I'd feel like he was in um the fresh prince of bel-air I, I just do like one of ashley's i do i feel like Why he took google her out on a date a quick, or something a quick google will tell you yeah that's if true if he's been it but because i when like I, we think about like the mm. time that Fresh Prince was on. Yeah. And the time that Smart Guy was on. Yeah. I feel that Smart Guy came a little bit later, didn't it? Yeah, Smart Guy would, which uh-huh. means he would have been young. Mm. And Ashley would have been young these times as well. Mm. Um. Yeah, quick Google will let you know. Because how old is Jason Weaver now? He's turned 40. Yeah, so he's like the same age age group as like Tatiana Ali would be. I think she's like early forties or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it look it looks like You found he it? Was Jason Weaver in Fresh Yeah. I mean I'm seeing something on That he's been in Fresh Prince. Yeah, like he's on some IMDB thing. Mm. But... IMDB. Yeah, but probably like... was because yeah, I feel like... like I can recall that as well mm. I feel like I can recall that as well but you know I always wonder because obviously there's only when it comes to those child those child stars mm. there's only a few of them that really continue continue on yeah. in their careers there's so many of them where it's just like it, they're just childhood stars and then mm. that's it like they don't they don't continue on yeah in I the, in I the industry I many who have really continued on yeah because when i think of like <clears throat> saved by the bell for example hmm. um lark Voorhees, who played lisa oh yeah she well to be she she did a few like movies in her yeah. um kind of like um what she was she must be like in her 40s now as well yeah um but she did a little f- like a few tv movies and things like that yeah <laughs> but a lot of them they don't really continue on. The only like from Safe by the Bell, the ones that I can remember, like Mario Lopez, he has a, a good a career, career now. Yeah. He's he's a presenter now, isn't it? Yeah. So he's he's kind of stayed in the limelight. Um, who else? I think Kelly is still acting. I haven't seen her. In She's anything. on um, a Netflix series oh, okay. called um, what's it called? Something Alexa. It's like a it's like a it's like a um, kind of high school kind of um, I know sitcom. me and Alexa or something. Alexa like that. no Alexa and I. Alex not Alexa and I, bro. Alexa it's, and me. I think it's I two know friends, like two best friends. Because I'm not yeah. allowed to watch it. You know, sometimes when you try to find a Netflix series, I know that's what you're just talking a about. Well, you watched it as well, yeah. No, it's not oh. mad, but I know what you're talking about. It's just about. me. It's just it. me shaming myself up. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, <clears> she plays the mum in it. What's her yeah. name? Tiffany Amber Thiessen, I think her, her real name is. So she plays mm. the mum in it. So a few of them have continued on, but there's a lot that they just don't 
um, continue on in the industry. Yeah. Um, Some of them end up with mental health problems because yeah. that's what happened to um, Lark. Lark. Lark, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was she's the... got mental health issues. I think mm. she's got bipolar or something. So yeah. I think that's why you didn't really see much of her because mm-hmm. she actually has serious issues. Yeah. It's, that's happened to a few of them, yeah. whether it's like, um, you know, mental health or... Um, yeah, I feel mm. like that's happened to a, a lot of them. Yeah, actually, and um, it's quite interesting because I feel like if they haven't had that kind of solid kind of background around them or mm. like that solid support system um, around them, I feel like a lot of them kind of go that way because yeah. to be that young and in the industry, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, I mean. With Jason Weaver, obviously, like from what I know, there's not sort sort of any sort of mental health no, issue there. I don't but think so. he maybe had made like a, his own kind of conscious decision to just kind of be a bit quieter. I think for him, because he also went on to try and develop a music career, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that is why he wasn't so prominent. Yeah. In acting, so he sung the hook, the chorus, it's a chorus. On the one call away. Banger. That was when he was really oh, trying to break into the industry. Um, I'm only one call away. I still yeah. bang that out to this day. Yeah. To this day. Um, but I think something happened with that. So I happened with what? Sorry. One call away. So is he? He's not in the video, or is he in the video? I haven't seen he the, video in the video so long. He is in the video. In the video. Okay, he's in the video. But when but they came be to some, touring, mm, there might be some edits. There might yeah. be like a video, like an edit of it, yeah. like where he's not in it. It's the touring side then. So he was meant to go and tour with Chingy, mm-hmm. and he 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 didn't go, and he thought it was maybe Chingy had stopped him. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was that. It seems like for some reason they just they didn't want him touring. He why, was meant what, to. Why was that? Is this the? Is this what? Because you said, said you watched his unsung. Yeah. So he said he was meant to go on that. tour, and for some reason, didn't happen. And he thought it was Chingy's doing, but it wasn't. Mm. Um. But it was yeah. So for some yeah, reason, Chingy's a not actually a very nice guy. Yeah. Um. He can sing, but mm. for some reason, the industry just it just didn't really take. It just didn't take reason. off. He just, just didn't take off for him because mm. he can sing definitely. He can sing. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that hook on One Call Away, Yeah, that song still bangs to this day. Yeah. That, that, did, he, <clears throat> did he have any pro- projects that he brought out? I think he did have an album. I just don't think it did very well. Yeah, I might look into it. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that it might be on Spotify. It, it might be, actually. So yeah. I might look into it and so, see. I don't he has know. a lovely voice. Yeah, I don't know if it's one of those ones where maybe the time he was trying to come out, it just wasn't the, the mm. era of what he was trying to do mm. but then what was he trying to do <clears throat> i don't know if it was like what sound was he oh he's he was an r&b star mm. but i you know there's been times when star star well he was <laughs> artist <laughs> um but I guess there's like leaps and bounds where mm. R and B is just not really the thing. Like it's I feel true. like at the moment, um, there are the your typical sounding um, slow jam R and B singers, but I don't think they're not really owning the scene anymore. The ones who are are the ones who are mixing that R and B sound with that hip hop sound. Yeah, it's, it's evolved, yeah. hasn't it? It's evolved. So yeah. whether he was trying to come with a bit more of like an old school kind of r&b hmm. vibe i don't know maybe yeah. it's just it just didn't really fit in with what was with what's happening in the genre at the yeah minute. that's the only thing i can assume <laughs> or maybe he just didn't have the right team around him to yeah. really promote him because i guess at the, even though he's always been able to sing he was primarily known as an actor mm-hmm. so maybe it was just trying to do that jump across because that over. that is a struggle and 
not everyone is able to do it it seems to be yeah it seems to be a little bit of a struggle when you're moving from the acting to the music yeah. but a lot of people are able to make that shift from the music to, to, the, the, acting. to the acting and I say yeah. this a lot because there's a lot of um, you know a lot of our hip hop icons mm. they have moved into acting and I'm yeah. thinking of people like LL Cool J um, Ice Cube, Ice T, Ice T. Yeah. He's got his stable, his stable place on um, on Law and Order, oh, special yeah, victims. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's bringing in that pension. Do you know what I yeah. mean? A lot of them have made that crossover from from music to acting, but hmm. it doesn't seem to be the same way. Hmm. I don't, when you I... move from music um, from from acting to the music scene, I mean. There might be a couple, but yeah. I can't really think of any from the top of my head like I can. Drake, and even Drake initially gets... I mean, now he's blown, but mm-hmm. I think in the beginning times with him... I've never watched a show he was on Degrassi, but people mocking him like, oh, look at him trying to sing. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely that struggle in it, whether you make it across or not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Will Smith doesn't count because Will Smith was rapping first. Mm. I think maybe there's something about being an artist and then the way you portray yourself mm. appeals to people in the acting industry of, okay, this, we want a tough guy. This person is a tough that's guy. That's true. And maybe that's where it is. That's that's very true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, that mm. that could be it. But that's, yeah, I have noticed mm. that yeah. for some reason it's really difficult. Can to... you think of any other artists that, have, that, were, that had like a really good acting career first? And then they moved over to music. I made Childish it Gambino. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was an actor first. Mm. Um, and now he's well, managed that, to break yeah. into the music industry. And he just kind of juggles both now, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's about it. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Was there anything else that you <clears throat> wanted to talk about with him mm. oh yeah so um going back to this whole thing about how men can like be heartthrobs let themselves go and it's cool <laughs> well um, we're thinking about the same thing aren't we we must be are you thinking about um what's Auntie Layla thing? yeah I am yeah. like so what so what if she's gotten bigger that is no excuse and th- and this is like something that always irks me it's this um entitlement that men have Mm -hmm. that as a woman you need to always keep yourself in check even if you've had kids and you're older and you get that spread but they're allowed they're allowed to go bald they're allowed to have bare bellies they're just allowed (laughs) to be slobs and you're meant to love them unconditionally exactly but we've got to make sure that we put in the work to keep ourselves right looking good etc etc no look good for us as well like exactly this is why like sometimes as a woman you have to think nice for what like just stop this whole idea of oh well yeah he's let himself go but he's still a nice person so i love him because that's not always afforded to you yeah as a woman this it's like beauty is a commodity but I mean, it's one of those ones where you just... You don't know how you're going to look when you're older. And you shouldn't have to have that fear that if you don't look how you did when you were in your 20s, yeah. that you know, your your man's eyes are going to look up elsewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. that wonder. doesn't really happen with women. We just accept it. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah. know. And her husband's no looker. And he wasn't know, a I've looker back then he either. He was never a looker. He was never a looker. So... Not really sure what he's doing, but then again, um, it's well, he was the married one, the person he cheated with used to be married to Eddie Murphy, but you know, mm-hmm. she's single, yeah. So, it you can't really you, you can blame her in the sense of, yes, yeah, she knew he was married, but she doesn't have a ring on her finger, doesn't have a so. ring on her finger, and also he should be responsible for his, for his own, own actions. Hmm. Never, I'd never blame the woman, no, never, I never, never blame the woman, yeah. So at the end of the day, he's the one that stepped out, bro. And this woman has carried your children as well. Exactly. As if that's like an easy feat to do. Mm. It's just, yeah. um, yeah. There's a, there's a definite entitlement. <coughs> meant, there's a yeah. definite pressure for us to feel like we have to just maintain how we're how we're looking. Like, mm. I feel like we just we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well. So mm. like even even now, like, I mean, I'm, I'm single. I don't even have anyone that I should. I feel like I need to keep in shape with and stuff but mm. um obviously I'm I'm thinking okay well 
you know, when I do get into a relationship or whatever, I want to make, I, I'm putting that pressure on myself already. I don't even have anybody. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. So there's that, there's that pressure. And I mean, obviously that's going to come from different, different factors, um, such as, you know, like social media and things like that. Cause I mean, obviously the images that we consume, yeah. um, it does make you kind of reflect on yourself. And I think that in itself is, um, something that puts pressure on us. But I do feel that there there is a little bit of, of pressure when it comes to being in a in a relationship and feeling like you have to just maintain your image for your for your bay. I think this is the the reason I would say women keep yourself looking good. It's not for a man. It's if he should then try and dash you away. Mm. You are you have kept yourself the best for yourself. Yeah. So you can get back into that market and be good. That's but don't it. do it for the other person. Do yeah. it so you're secure within yourself you know because mm. th- that's what some men will do they yeah eat eat yeah like oh yeah i just want to feed you i just want to look after you mm. and then when you get fat they then that's when they'll cheat because you can't mm. go after them yeah you know not that to say like you put on weight and then you yeah. can't chase but you know they've they've slowed you down a bit you know mm. they've and then they just go do their thing yeah it's true it's true. So yeah, never, never let a man catch you slacking like that, man. Always keep yourself mm-hmm. to well, what do you consider, yourself. yeah, as your best. Do it, do it for yourself. Do it even, for yourself. Even Always small do it things for like sometimes you just want to feel sexy in that, isn't it? Like I've just been on ASOS earlier today, just mm. looking at some nice sexy underwear, bro. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't actually need to wear it for anyone but my yeah. damn self. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just want to, yeah. I want to feel good. I want to feel hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I've been been looking for. Nice couple things yeah. on ASOS, and that's what you got to do to yeah, just make it make yourself feel good. Always do it for yourself. Always then. do it for yourself. It's true. Always know that whether you are or are not in a relationship, you can you can catch the attention of a guy. And well, this actually goes back to that whole what's that Steph Curry's wife. Oh, mm. uh, what was she saying? Um, Is that on Red Table Talk? When yeah I, I didn't watch that episode but I, I didn't watch it but she was saying the whole idea even though she's married mm-hmm. um she still wants to know that she is wanted and some people were um slating her for that mm-hmm. saying well but you're married why do you care it's not to do with um wanting another man mm-hmm. it's about that confidence of knowing you have not let yourself go yeah you yeah, have your husband and you you are faithful to him mm-hmm. but that doesn't that the being faithful and still knowing that you are desirable are not um mutually exclusive mm-hmm. yeah nor should they be yeah yeah definitely but some people seem to think that um when you are married that means you should let yourself go because mm. You should, only one person should be looking at you. Mm. It's bigger than that. The yeah. human experience is that you don't. Yeah, it's it's nice to know that, mm-hmm. but should the worst happen, yeah, and you're now on your own, and you've just spent your whole time thinking, well, I look good for this person, yeah. then what? Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, should we move on to the next yeah. part now? Yeah. So, next part of the podcast, we're gonna be moving back um into talking about fashions and fashions from the 90s that have you know (laughs) that were probably a little bit outrageous then Mm. but they they definitely meant something because at the end of the day when it comes to fashion it's all about expression isn't it it's all about um it's a way to express one's identity whilst we didn't know that when we were younger Mm. something that we can really reflect on and look back on and think yeah we were really trying to do something then so um what i've decided for um today's podcast is to actually reflect on um hairstyles and hair accessories um from the 90s that we Mm. used to that we used to bang and um, what that might have meant for us then and kind of looking back on it now what it it kind of means because there's a lot of these kind of accessories and hairstyles that are coming back around and as we know fashion does um repeat itself Mm. um so i think it would be good for us to unpick some of those um so i mean i don't know what should we start with like hair hair we'll start with hair accessories rather than hairstyles i guess it all kind of um, meshes and merges in together anyway but um we'll just start think about um some of the hair hair accessories so one of the things that i remember i want to start from from young and kind of work my way up Mm -hmm. so when i was in primary school um (laughs) 
It was just, it was hard times being a being a young little little, little black girl. Mm. Okay, um, with your you know we didn't have um hair systems then in terms of like four A four B four C none mm. of that was around then. Um, just know that I had to doodoo plait my hair before my mum used to doodoo plait my hair before yeah. bed, um, just to make it more manageable in the morning so yeah. that she could put it up into one and put a brown and gold ponytail clip yeah, <laughs> around yeah, it. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just wanted to just to um unpick that ponytail clip a little bit. Because, mm. I mean, I used to hate it. Yeah, I hated it. I, I hated, hated it, it because I could feel the tension yeah. in my hair. And that's 100%. why I hated it. You could feel that because it, really, yeah. it really kind <clears throat> of clasped around your hair yeah. to try and keep it keep it in one. Yeah. And um, it's almost like, I, I, looking back on it now... I almost feel like it was an oppressive piece of, of hair <laughs> accessory. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. when at the end of the day, when my mum used to unclasp that ponytail clip and you could literally, because she used to like put my hair up in one, yeah. like, you know, like just up on top of my head yeah. <laughs> and clasp the clip crowns. And it was so tight when I was going to school, but I didn't say anything because yeah. was, like, mom, my mum, we'd be rushing in the morning and my mum had to get to work. And I just didn't, I didn't want to say anything that would yeah. just make her, make her feel a little bit, you know, pressured or she, yeah. she might say, no, Lydia, just stop it or something like that. <laughs> any of that to her but really that ponytail clip was hurting me bro. yeah no half the time it couldn't even fit in my hair because yeah. my hair was quite thick yeah so my mum would be struggling with it and then sometimes she would just give up and I was happy because <laughs> it, it didn't feel nice it didn't feel good it was an impressive yeah. piece of hair accessory and um sometimes when I think about what what that just re- represents it's almost mm. like our our hair it has a mind of its own mm. and that's 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 what i love about black hair that yeah. there's, there's that versatility there you know you can you can do a thousand things yeah. to, to black hair but that ponytail clip just trying to put that into one just like they're, tr- yeah. they're trying to tame it and trying to stop it being from what it is yeah and i mean i didn't see it that way back then but just think just even thinking about that ponytail clip just the at the tension that you used to feel like at the end of the day you could feel like the sore spot in the middle of your head of where mm. it was classed up so much it reflects i think i think that's a kind of good reflection of black hair and how we're, we we feel the need to tame it yeah do you I know f- what i mean and stop it from from um, from being what it is and being what what it should be which it, it could be anything yeah i think um from the whole taming of hair cuz when i now i'm doing my own hair <clears throat> my hair is like different to how it was when I was Mm. younger and even the way it grows like I think I don't know if it's it's probably just from that whole West Indian or in my case Jamaican background Mm. my mum didn't really have the patience Mm -hmm. to necessarily deal with my hair the right way yeah so that is through um the washing day and the blow dryers going through my hair 100% combing and all of that um so yeah my hair just it grew Mm. i didn't grow at the rate that it grows now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's no fault of my mom she didn't know it's only through the internet that's what it comes down to that's what it comes down to because there wasn't that education back then around how to how to care for different types of of black hair yeah um and the experience would have been the same um for for me because like my hair I feel like it's it, now that I know how to how to look after my hair and I do it myself. Mm. It's grown a lot more. Yeah. Um. But when I was younger, it just felt stagnant. Yeah. It was stagnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just at a decent length, and then that's just where it was. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't grow at all, and I think it it does come down to as you said, um. Maybe not. I don't think it's like I don't feel. I feel my mum had the patience, mm. but just didn't have the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To actually, re- like, working full-time, both mm. my parents, yeah. you do what you need to do just to make sure that your child's hair looks it looks decent for school the next morning. And that's, you know, whether that's came row down and some, some yeah. big came rows that I didn't like. Um, or, like, whatever it do-do plaits are for so that it's easier for her to put it up in one and put it, or put it in, like, a few little ponytails in the morning. Like, it's, it, yeah. I feel like a lot of it came down to time and just um, the, the time that, that they didn't have yeah, to put into that. Because now, now we have the education like around black hair. We know that in order for our hair to thrive, we have to put that time in. So you have to you have to reserve the the day of the week to have mm. wash day. 
Yeah. And you know it's going to take a good few hours. Like, you might even be down for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah do you know what I mean? True. But that's a, that's that's time that our parents didn't have because there was just so much that they had to do on their on their plates. So it's something they couldn't factor in. Mm. And, two, and two daughters as well. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's funny how it's just like a little brown and gold hair clip, ponytail mm-hmm. clip, can just actually get me thinking about just... I just feel like it was an oppressive piece of accessory. Yeah, it just more times they just broke in my hair anyway mm. like mm. for for it to actually work in my hair my mum had to um, part my hair in two mm. she tried to do it in one my hair just wasn't having it mm-hmm. it was just so like you had to have two yeah because, up and down i used to have up and down yeah up and down yeah because same. the one just my hair yeah. was like you actually it can't yeah you can't catch me yeah I'm just gonna break this open, and yeah. that's what it would do. Yeah. And sometimes my just mom would go open, to bro. she'll go to war with it. She'd really try, but then <laughs> I'd start going ah, ah, and you know she knew <laughs> it was hurting, and yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was a ponytail clip. Mm. Now, um, so ponytail clip, I would say that you know younger years, key mm. stage one, I would mm. say with the ponytail clips. Key stage two, now you get into year three, year four, you start to have a little bit more. I wouldn't say say in the well yeah say in the way that i'd like my hair to be done mm. um so it moves away from um things like ponytail clips and things like that and we started to see more kind of bo- like bubbles and scrunchies yeah um that i used to wear in my hair um well bubbles i used to wear from early actually from like yeah from like the younger years yeah, but they same. were like the little tiny bubbles and then they put you put the bubble on the end of the ponytail yeah do you remember so you have the bubble around to keep yeah, it in yeah. place and then the bubble on the end of the ponytail and then you'd you'd be able to flick your hair and then it would make <laughs> it would make sounds yeah. so we had bubbles from early but then i think when it came to like um later on in primary school that's when those those cube bubbles came into yeah. to fashion do you remember those i do remember them they were lit yeah i used to love them and then i used to wear um a lot of scrunchies mm. as well but that i would say that came when because i went to two primary schools so mm. um in my second primary school which was in like the croydon area um do you know what i was talking to my sister about it the other day mm. and it's something that i i spent a couple of years at that at that primary school um i haven't really reflected that much in, like this last couple of years but i was probably one 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 of two black girls in oh, that yeah. class um and there was a couple other black boys in that class but there is it was the majority of the children in the class were, were white yeah so um and that was quite hard because coming from like my first primary school which was in south london new cross mm-hmm. with p- pretty much the whole class being black and then moving um to another primary school where there i was pretty much like the only one of the only black girls in the class and for a while i was actually because because the other black girl she left like at the end of year five okay. so for and i got that i started at like the end of year four so we spent like year five being friends but yeah. then she left in year six which is like an important year because obviously that's the transition year before you go into secondary school yeah. yeah so um yeah for the yes for the time i was in year six like i just didn't have any like black um friends that were girls yeah. um which was quite it was quite difficult and so like looking at look, looking around um the classroom and you just saw like white girls with long straight hair and stuff and the way mm. they used to kind of um style their hair put it up in buns they used to put scrunchies in their hair like, but like oh, loads of scrunchies i think i know you yeah. you know like the yeah. patent there was like those patent kind of scrunchies i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah and they used to style their hair like that and for a while that's how i wanted to style my hair as well because that's mm. what that's what the, the girls in my class were doing mm. um but like thinking back I really like I've really tried it with them scrunchies but it's like my hair was not mm. like yours so yeah. the look that you were achieving with your bum because your your hair was long and straight yeah I could not achieve that with my hair because my hair was it grew out rather yeah. than down yeah um but I guess because of that's what I was I was around and that's kind of that was the look mm. I really tried to do yeah. that um which I thought was thought was interesting um like kind of thinking back and reflecting on it now because i just didn't really have um the only the images i had of like black women and black hair was like when i went home and stuff like that yeah um because like, my mum my mum had locks at that time obviously I had my old older sister so she was in secondary school by that time and um obviously we were still still just doing like doing our boring cane rows and things like that mm-hmm. but um i just like put my foot down as i didn't want my hair to be cane rowed or anything like that i just wanted to like have it out and just try to to style it up and things mm-hmm. like that um so yeah i feel like that was quite an interesting time because that's obviously the transitioning year 
yeah. into um, secondary school and that's kind of what I was around um, and I think at that time I started to be quite conscious about um, yeah conscious about my hair and the fact that it was different mm-hmm. um, from those around me and um, I started to want to get like my hair straightened and things like that before my hair was never I never got my hair straightened my yeah. mom, but I started to really ask for it um and yeah so that was actually that kind of transition in time before secondary school because i never used to have my hair straight before that because my mom didn't want like no hot comb or anything yeah. in my hair um but then i guess kind of like yeah being around um those girls the white girls that had long straight hair i kind of wanted my hair to be like that mm. um so that i could so it would be easier for me to put it in scrunchies yeah um i don't know what your kind of experience was when you got that kind of transition in time like i didn't really because i went to a predominantly mm. black um primary school i've always been around black kids mm. even my nurseries were black i've just had a very black experience and the time for me when it was a bit more mixed was actually when i hit um great coats yeah. but up until that point there were girls around me who had hair like me um i do have a, a story though about um realizing a difference in the hair but it didn't it didn't really affect me that much mm. and it's actually quite funny so in year one i had a best friend who was mixed race mm. i think she was half spanish half black mm-hmm. so she but her hair was very spanishy it was like the white side had definitely taken yeah, yeah, her yeah. hair and um she used to wear her hair in like two long ponytails and there was a time when some boys were they were chasing her around the playground so we went into the girls toilets and we're like right we need to trick them somehow mm-hmm. um let's swap coats so we had the same coat but she had it in red and i had it in blue mm-hmm. it was actually the bomb blue coat okay so we swapped yeah, coats yeah. and then she then we were like okay i need to try it I need to try doing my hair like her. So mm-hmm. what we tried to do was put water in my hair to slick it, but oh, it didn't work. Obviously, yeah. Um, so we were just like, ah, it's not working. It's not working. But at that point, I was because I was like six years old. Mm. I hadn't, I didn't know why it didn't work. And yeah. When I used to see, so there were um, white people in my class. They were just a minority. Mm-hmm. So when I used to see them put water in their hair, I it even then i didn't know why it didn't work Mm -hmm. in my hair yeah i think my realization Uh. of why it didn't work in my hair came when we got to secondary school and more people started straightening their hair and then i started to see the slick look up until that point um my well yeah my thing with my hair was um Sometimes I didn't like the styles my mum did, yeah. but I had older sisters, so they used to camera in my hair mm-hmm. as well. And um, I wanted longer hair, mm-hmm. but not not necessarily like white people, because mm-hmm. it wasn't just white people mm-hmm. who, around me who had yeah, long yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, for me. Um, I would want the latest styles, but those styles were, didn't necessarily equate to a white style. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was times when I set the the trend. So there was um one of my sisters did my hair in the camera with a crown. Mm. You know, when you came with a crown. Yeah. And when I went to school that day, getting a couple of compliments, even from some of the parents. And then yeah. one girl the next day came in the exact same style. Oh, and her mom like, actually yeah. came to Come me was on. like, yeah, yeah, I tried to copy you, but... I wasn't really happy. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, because like, you wanted the style to just like, be your own. It's my style. Why, why are you doing your child's <laughs> hair like that as well? But there's a minor. So yeah, I had my good days with my hair. Had mm. my bad days. Um, have another story about hair as well. So, um, my mum used to do my hair before she went to work. So my mum would go to work at six thirty. Mm. So she'll be waking me up at like six, do my hair, yeah. I go back to sleep. What's well, like primary school? Mm-hmm. And I wake up at seven. Yeah. Um, there was a day when the the plaits came out, and I was horrified <laughs> because I couldn't came I couldn't plait back then. I was yeah. like six years old. I didn't know how to plait. 
but I'm in my head I'm like my hair is messy because mm. it's out yeah even though now like that's actually a style you could yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't need to yeah. be plaited but to me this was like the worst mm-hmm. thing that could happen to me <laughs> yeah. so I went to my dad and mm-hmm. I was like my hair's out can you plait it for me mm. but my dad can't plait yeah so he tried to do a thing it didn't work I went to school and it's come out again <laughs> and then I'm this same best friend that I was talking about mm. earlier I, I remember going to like my plaits are out mm. can you plait so she tried to do a thing as well but it didn't work because mm. we're six years old yeah and uh, she was like you can just wear it like that and I'm like I can't I can't it's messy yeah you know yeah I think it's because my mum was very she was one of those parents who always try to have me looking prim and proper yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- because of that I hear you. the relationship i then had with my hair is if it was out it's not it it's not decent. finished yeah. it's messy yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah that's, I, that's I, interesting that was a bad day for me man yeah. i was not in a good mood you for most not, of that you day were not in a good place <laughs> no i hear you i hear you and that's what that's what hair can do to you yeah. you know i feel like um there were a couple like when it came to like some of the camo styles that mm. um I used to have when I was younger, um, like secondary school. Mm. Actually, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember some of my hairstyles in secondary school? I can't even. I can't even. It's funny that I can think back to primary school, but I can't even think back to secondary school times. I, I know you, I used to have braids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You used to have braids. I had yeah, because I've like been doing braids from like yeah early. Mm. Um, and I think I did. I used to have. I, I used to sometimes have like some of my hair came rows. And then have mm. the back out or something like that. Like yeah. you know, when you use a camera like the front half of your hair and then yeah, the yeah, back. I, I would have that. About. Yeah. Um, and then I think I got to probably like yeah, ten or mm. so. I would say, and I think I started to straighten my hair a lot more. Yeah, same. I think yeah, ten is the first time I ha- I didn't completely relax my hair, but I texturized it. Mm. And by year eleven, I had to put the whole relaxer in my hair. Yeah. And I think that was probably when I had the most unhealthiest relationship with my hair yeah. because I wanted it straight. Mm. Um, and I, I think that just so came wh- from... where did that moment, that, that moment start? My hair sh- yeah. I think it's because I started to see other black girls doing it. And even in the 90s, you saw people embracing their natural hair, but mm. you also saw a lot of them not. Yeah, their hair was straight. There was a lot of like... Yeah, relax, relaxed hair. And and like, yeah, like wave, like waves, finger waves and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which lit lit styles. Mm. Up to this day, I would I would love to have a style like that, but mm. I just I just don't want to relax my hair. I've yeah. never relaxed my hair actually. No. That's yeah. one thing that I've ne- I've never never done because I think my my mum kind of put the fear in me mm. about relaxing relaxing hair. Even though she relaxed her hair when she was when she was younger, my mum's probably had every style under the under the the sun. Mm. Um. But she was just like, yeah, just yeah. don't relax your hair. You're never relaxing your hair. So the the thought of even relaxing my hair has never actually crossed my mind because yeah. it's just something that we're brought up to just know that we can't ever relax our hair. No, in my family, my si- maybe all my sisters at one point had their hair relaxed. My mum had her hair relaxed. Mm. Then, like, I'm getting older and I'm seeing more people with relaxed hair. Mm-hmm. The styles they're doing and the styles are looking slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, I wanted it and I enjoyed it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when did I, I stopped relaxing my hair in my early 20s because mm. I, I got to a point where I didn't really like yeah. the lack of volume mm-hmm. relaxing yeah, yeah, yeah. my hair gave me. Yeah. And it was just from that point that just I just kind of stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I um, yeah, and I think I just wanted the whole baby hair look. So obviously, mm. when I relaxed my hair, it was easy for me to create baby hairs and to lay your edges. Yeah, yeah, and lay my edges. Yeah, I didn't even have to use gel. Yeah, I could just you could lay just, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I think I, I obviously I never relaxed my hair, but there was a time when I was straightening my hair a lot, mm. so much so like. Like I knew, I knew when when I was damaging my hair and I got got the heat damage because I I would wash my hair mm. and there'd be just bits like bits at the front mm. that just wouldn't go back curly yeah. curly and um, quite a bit of the front of my hair broke as well mm. from yeah. like all of the straightening and stuff that I did yeah. um, and even up to even up to this day like 
see my hair is completely natural i don't think i have that much i don't have any heat damage i haven't straight straightened my hair in years now yeah um the only time i, I think the last time i probably straightened my hair like fully straightened my hair like the whole head mm. probably when i was 17 or 18 so that's like a good 10 years ago that i last had like my whole hair my whole mm. head straightened um and then obviously I went to, I think I went to weaves. I started doing weaves in yeah. sixth form yeah. and with leave out. So oh, obviously yeah. I'd have to straighten that part. Yeah. And because I was doing weaves with leave out for a long time and I was straightening that part, that's the kind of part of the of my hair that broke. Mm. So after that, I was like, okay, well, the, this little leave out part of my hair is short and yeah. the rest of my hair is long. So I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Um, I just made the decision to just like stop straightening my hair. I think it would have been when I was like, I think I was like 19 or 20 mm. and then since then I've just been doing up braids yeah um or like leaving my, my own hair out or just having um doing wigs and things like that yeah um but you you get to you get to that point by yourself do you know what I mean because I think yeah, you have to yeah. you have to go through those waves of having the different styles and having something happen like for you the yeah. lack of volume in your hair you can see yeah. that's what the relax the relaxer was doing yeah. with me that my the front of my hair actually broke because yeah. like you need to go through those waves to see yeah. okay um all of these all of this stuff that we're doing to our hair it's not natural and it's mm. not it's not normal and we're yeah. just we're stopping our hair from thriving by doing these things these unnatural yeah. things to our hair yeah um but you have to get to that point by yourself we, we all kind of have to go on that journey isn't it yeah definitely um because after i stopped relaxing my hair i was still straightening it because even though I'd stopped relaxing it, I still had relaxed bits in my mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you, you didn't ever, you didn't cut your hair, did you? You just grew it out. I grew it out, mm. and yeah, I didn't. I never did the big chop. There was a time when I did large chops because mm-hmm. I was just getting impatient. Yeah. But I did that in bits. So I would. Mm-hmm. I never. So there might be a point where the fr- front of my hair is shorter. Yeah. Than the rest because I've chopped off half yeah. of it. Yeah. Just to get the relaxed bits out. And I think now my I think my hair's probably longer than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your hair's moment. long now, B. To the point where I was even saying to, I was talking to my sister, so she kind of mm-hmm. did a length check on me, and I said to her, when it gets to a certain length, um, I'm gonna chop it to a length that I can actually handle if yeah. it gets there, because it's because now I'm your hair's thick as well. Yeah, mm. it, and. Um, I can emphasize and sympathize somewhat with my mum now. Mm. If my hair texture was as it is now, which it should have been, mm-hmm. um, that maybe she was just like, yeah, let me just mm-hmm. soften it out with the blow dry yeah, and all yeah, of yeah. that. Um, whereas now I'm more trying to detangle with my fingers. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's long. Same here. I mean, mm. I don't, I don't tend to use use the blow dryer mm. um, at all now. Yeah at all like i'll just wash my hair and the th- i think it like obviously i get st- shrinkage mm. when i wash my hair but it's not even as much now and that yeah, could same. just be because my hair has grown a lot so it's probably that yeah so well, the shrinkage yeah. like it shrinks but yeah. it still has length in it when it shrinks yeah same um, same yeah but yeah like even with blow dry up i don't do that at all see my blow dryer actually has cold settings on mm. it so it depends how busy i am but um, to stretch my hair mm-hmm. for when I'm either camera in it myself or something else. Yeah. I'll use, I'll, I'll air dry it mm-hmm. and then use, if it's still damp, use a little bit of, just a little bit of heat. It's not even yeah. a lot. Yeah, same. Just to get the moisture out and then I use cold air mm-hmm. to stretch it out. Yeah. And then I'm using... Just the smallest amount of heat. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. using leave-in conditioner to help soften it yeah. as well. And um, I use a thermal shield mm-hmm. spray yeah as well and that's one important thing mm-hmm. that you can use a blow dryer but make sure you have one that have does protectant. have that that yeah. does have that cold setting on it and make sure you regardless you're mm-hmm. still using a shield yeah your hair. you yeah. cannot just because you're just ruining the shots of your yeah of your hair yeah. um yeah it's there's loads of different methods that you can use for stretching mm. out your hair as well because yeah. i've used like the i don't know if you've used like the banding method before. i've heard of it but i've just i've never tried to do it yeah and it takes more time but yeah. it it works really well yeah um so i use i use that quite a lot mm. um 
but really i just i just kind of detangle i just detangle and do like the loc method so i'll do mm. leave-in oil and then like a cream kind of um moisturizer yeah and i'll just kind of work that through my hair and i'll just i'll just plait it yeah yeah that's it um but yeah so but there's definitely some 90s hairstyles obviously when we're talking about like natural hair and um like relaxers and things like that there's there's a lot of 90s hairstyles that i would love to do even to this day but it it needs relaxer for me to be able to actually (laughs) execute it properly finger waves i would i would love i would love to have it Uh, maybe and there's short styles like i like i would love to actually cut my hair and do like a short style (laughs) but my hair has grown so much yeah it's not something it's something that i don't that i don't know if i want to do yeah i want to i want to locks my hair um before the end of the year i was telling Mm. you earlier yeah Um, i want to do sister locks in it so it's gonna be a lot more. I've got I've got money in my savings that I'm gonna be using because the install for sister locks because they're so small. Oh, yeah. Depending on the length of your hair, a lot of people cut their hair because it's oh, yeah. expensive to install. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how I feel about that little budding phase. You know when it's all twist down. <laughs> <your head? laughs> yeah, 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 I know. What you're talking. <laughs> so I don't think I'm gonna. I'll probably trim my trim my hair like trim the like any damaged bits in my mm. hair. I might cut it a little bit, but I want some length in my sister lock so i'm probably going to be paying on the on the higher end mm. to um to install it yeah and it is it is for image because i feel porting <laughs> if it's gonna be if the lots are gonna be wind down on my head mm. um but i am at that place now we were talking about kind of the journey you go on with your hair um and i'm at that place now where i've done a lot i've done a lot of different styles to yeah. my hair now you know i've done I've, i do braids i've done weaves i've done wigs mm um you know i've done the straightening i haven't done the relaxing but i've Mm. had you know i've had a lot of different styles now and i'm just at that point where i just want something permanent yeah just want something permanent now that i can just that i can just have i can just have my locks i still have my natural hair it's naturally growing out of my head yeah obviously the maintenance is still going to be there because i'm gonna have to go and get a retwist and things like that yeah but i just feel like i just need that now yeah do you know what i mean i just really do and i feel like you know i'm 28 now heading into my 30s mm. I, I just want to be able to establish that look that I have with my hair and I, and I feel good with it do you know yeah. what I mean and it's not one of them things where you have a hairstyle and then a couple of weeks later I'm tired of this hairstyle yeah do you know what I, mean? I know what you mean I don't I just don't want that for myself now so yeah. I think just heading into my 30s now big woman things locks up my hair yeah I mean I'm happy have you that... thought about long term about your hair no I, all I really wanted to do was go back natural mm. and I've done that mm-hmm. so um no, not really. Not in terms of a style because I know I can't imagine myself having one style and then yeah. like I can stick with styles long term mm-hmm. and I do tend to, but I don't know if I will ever have a style that would just be mm. my style. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I do know things I like I'm not be, going yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna relax my hair again. Yeah, I'm not gonna straighten my hair mm-hmm. again. Um. If I want to have straight hair, there's still wigs. Mm-hmm. But even that... Even with... You know how I feel about wigs at the moment. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. sometimes sometimes you have that moment where it's like, you know what, I love a wig. Yeah. I love a wig, but... <sighs> bruv. Yeah. I can't be arsed now with wig because sometimes I just... I'm just like, this is not this is not my hair and I just want to be able to just have my hair. <laughs> Do you know I, what I mean? And I think for me, even though I know it's not, but... Like, the this age group of the 20s we're on the later side of 20s mm. we've got a lot of teenagers and people in their early 20s doing like mm. wig life and it's not because i want to be separate from them but this whole idea of me doing wig life alongside these people to me <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah it's like i'm I not you. You, you know what i mean like i'm not necessarily in the same stage of life as you mm. i am starting to embrace the my natural hair more yeah 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 um so I don't always want to have straight hair. When I was in my early 20s, I wanted straight hair because mm-hmm. I was lazy as yeah. well. This that is was it. my reason for it. It's this not, is it. not necessarily everyone else's. Yeah. And I liked the slick look. I liked, you know, it just... Now, I don't really see, like, cows... It's not messy. It's mm-hmm. just my hair. Just you know what I mean? This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is it. I feel like... Yeah, I've 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 always been very clear actually that I want to lock that I want to lock my hair because like mm. I said my mum had locks for a long time, um, and she she's her she cut her she she's locked up twice actually so mm. she locks 
and she cut it and she locks again mm. and then she cut it again yeah um and she just has her like normal natural hair out now yeah um so like i've, I've grown up with like just seeing my mum with with locks um mm. and i just i've just always known that that's what i want to do mm. but because of like the because my, my hair is very light yeah i just feel like sister locks would be better yeah because it would give it more volume yeah so that's what that's what i'm gonna be gonna be working towards i'm so like i would love to be able to locks up have mm. them installed by the end of the year and that's what i'm working towards really yeah because it's at that as i said i'm just done now yeah i'm just done with doing up doing up different styles like i just want my locks yeah and that's that's where i'm at so yeah. um yeah i mean we've talked this we've talked about 90s accessories and it's turned into natural hair mm. <laughs> but it's all it's all it's all connected though yeah. isn't it it's all connected um but yeah there's definitely 90 styles that i would that i would still to this day love to try but there's mm. things that i have to do to my hair to yeah. um to achieve that look and it's just like it's not really something that i want to be doing so yeah. like for example i'd always always wanted to have like a um you know t-boz oh yeah when she used to have the oh, long, the long the bits here and then the short kind of like bowl cut yeah. sick yeah i would I have loved to i would have loved to to try that but have to re- do some sort of straining or relaxing yeah i think i want to put because i think there's actually natural colors you can mm. put in your hair that won't damage it mm-hmm. i saw an advert on instagram the other day actually mm. i wouldn't i wouldn't mind putting some color into my yeah. hair but if i'm gonna do that I, I then will have to have my natural hair out that's the thing i feel like the next step cause obviously towards. we're obviously you're natural but i feel like the next step for mm. you is because you do like a lot of natural natural protective styles so yeah. you'll do like braids or you'll do do like um you know your crochet braids or whatever yeah, yeah. But I feel like your hair is in a place where it's very you're very healthy now. Yeah. So I feel like your next the next step would be to experiment a little bit more with like braid outs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, is that sometimes I find so like even the other day, I had my hair out, and then it just becomes knotty, and and then I think, oh, can I actually be bothered mm. to have my hair out? for that reason mm. of then having to do the whole maintenance of what mm-hmm. i had to do initially yeah to to get it but i mean yeah. i'm sure there's ways around it because yeah. i've not really worn my hair out i've not looked into it mm-hmm. my knowledge goes as far as to wash day yeah 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 and then so it would take it would after. take more kind of research into like different hairstyles yeah. that you can do to yeah. that because there's hairstyles that you can you can do because like when i was living in miami for yeah. example like my hair was just out yeah because um i had it braided probably once when i was there yeah but i just had my hair out because yeah. it was just the easiest thing for me to do um yeah. and i think at that time what time was i living in miami i was living in miami in 2011 20, 2011 to 2012 i was mm. in miami and I feel like at that point is when YouTube, natural hair on YouTube was really starting yeah, to come that up is there. Actually when that was did. the time when it happened. So yeah, there was, was a lot, there's a lot of information out there, but that's when it was, re- that's when it really, really started. That, um, yeah, it was around that time. Yeah. Right. So um, I felt really empowered in that time mm. um, to just think about different ways to style my hair. Obviously that's, that's when I learned how to really look after my hair in terms of washing it and the, the products that I needed to use. Mm. Um, and also obviously we're in America, so the beauty supply store, had everything that we yeah. needed more so than here yeah um although it's better over here now but you still gotta pay through the nose for a lot of the products yeah, that yeah, we you use do. um but there was a lot more choice in terms of um products to use the water was softer mm. the sun i mean my hair was thriving at that at that point mm. um but i learned like different styles that i could do where it didn't feel like i had to do too much to my hair every day mm. do you know what i mean so yeah, there's definitely things want. that there's definitely things that you can do um yeah. so like i did like a lot of wash and goes for example so yeah. like i'd um co-wash my hair and just put like um you know some curling custard in it and i just put like a sh- like a shoe let shoe tie around it just mm. to bring out the afro and i'd just bounce out the room mm. you know so there's definite things that you can do to and i know it can feel like high maintenance but yeah there's things that you can do where it's not. Yeah, that's what I would need. Because yeah. I'm... At the time when my hair gets the most of my time is mm-hmm. on wash day. That's when I will just go through the motions. Yeah. But doing that every day mm. just tire me yeah. out. 
because I think that you know that's actually what led to me wanting to straighten my hair yeah it wasn't just seeing people it mm-hmm. was when I really started having to wash my own hair yeah and it was just too much and, and that's just... it and then we come back we come back yeah. to that kind of lack of time as well yeah. isn't it which I is just probably what our, what our parents d- yeah. didn't have which is why yeah yeah but I was 12 when my mum told yeah between like, maybe 13 between 13 to 14 is when I started washing my own hair yeah and I just I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, because it's a it's yeah. a long thing. Yeah, it's a long thing. Whereas now I've well, actually I've I've actually learnt ways to speed up the process. Mm. But back then I was a a newbie in the game, and then I think yeah, it was actually that primarily when I started saying to my mom, I just want to straighten my hair. Mm. Um, yeah. So maybe if those um, videos had been out then, yeah. I wouldn't have said that. Mm. Um. So yeah, there was actually mm-hmm. multiple factors that led yeah. to me just, just wanting it. And once um, I texturized my hair, I just I didn't mind as much. Yeah. Cause it was quick. Yeah. You know, less yeah. hassle, less. That's um, it. Pain. But I mean, it's a it's a metaphor for life, really. We're always mm. trying to find little shortcuts, aren't we? Yeah. But again, we come back to the. It, you know it happens in you have to go, go on that journey it's like mm. you might take all these shortcuts but eventually you still come to the same junction where yeah. you're like okay well what what am i gonna do mm. i've just taken i've just taken this shortcut but you know if i had taken the long way around you would be better I was off. still <laughs> yeah you'd be better off but you still kind of ended up at that same junction aren't you yeah, like, yeah what am i wanting to do with my hair yeah that's true you know so that's that but you know what let's end it there mm. bruh um it's been a nice conversation it's been a nice conversation it's nice to kind of reflect on that kind of those 90s um hairstyles and and accessories and kind of what they meant for us and kind of where we are now in our own kind of um hair journey yeah um you know in the next season i'm hoping that we'll be recording the next season and i'll actually be on my um my locks journey You know, I might have them installed by then, um, hopefully. So that will be be exciting. But um, guys, yeah, make sure you um, follow us on our socials. So it's at 90s World um, on Instagram. So that's 90s with a Z. Um, And then on Twitter at 90s World underscore with a Z as well. Um, And yeah, we've got one more episode coming um, in this season, um, Mm. which is very, very sad. Um, But it's been a a good season and we're going to be sort of planning and preparing for um, season two as well um but yeah make sure as i said you follow our socials um and look in next week for our final episode Mm. um but till then it's been lids and it's been nicks we'll see you guys next time see ya